Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to the God's Best Kids podcast, the place to start your personal growth journey and have a little bit of a chit chat. I am Harrison. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Ophion. How Good are morning. Um, feeling very refreshed. That's that's what we're feeling right now. We're feeling like the sun's in our eyes. That's what we're feeling. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. It's guys to be back after last week's launch. We're uh, live. I, I mean, it, I was I was forced to put that one out there. I I personally did not enjoy that podcast or any of the editing done by myself, but. I enjoy the podcast. I just enjoy chatting to my friend. That's me personally. Oh, no, you're saying. Uh, good save. Good save. I oh, know. I enjoyed that part. I just didn't enjoy any of the public part. Yeah. Um, but we can only get better. Some get better. We massively missed out last week was talking about the whole point of doing this podcast, which is probably <laughs> a good place to start when you're starting a podcast yeah so how would you describe it how would i describe it yeah um i mean you just said in your intro so is there much point doing this it's a place for people to start their personal development um journeys and listen to two friends just have a chat about anything that comes to the mind and just go essentially just go with the flow there is a bit of structure, but there's also like a bit of um, laissez faire, carpe diem, you know, just, just, just chill. Do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, see, I think, I think the important thing is we're both, like, we've both grown a lot since we've known each other. And by no means are we anywhere near like being finished up. <clears throat> no far from and i think the point for us is this is almost the way of watching ourselves grow yeah like everyone anyone who we pick up along the way whether we do or don't like yeah we i don't think either of us care about this going anywhere but it would be not it would be cool if it did but yeah i'd like i like an assistant to bring me a drink some food you know a bit of joe's is it Joe the Juice? Is that what Lawrence McKenna always has? Probably. No? Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd like to see my progression of my beard. I think that's why I'm doing this, really. I can't say that's I want to with you anymore. Uh, <laughs> out, out, of, out of my personal growth, that is one thing I've grown out of purely because I just... I don't have time to watch people that I think are idiots. Yeah. You don't have time, but you've got to find time with us. That's that's okay. what we're doing. Because you may think <laughs> idiots, but we're idiots worth watching. Mmm. Mmm. I like that. I like that. Who are you? Who am I? Because any, anyone watching this doesn't know who you are. Um, I, I'm a. I'm not going to say the whole, the whole thing because you know security these days. Oh, like, not, I don't, don't know. I mean, um, we did um, a bit too much last week. Um, I'm a 20 year old man. 
man. I'm a man now. I'm grown. Um, yeah, I'm a man that's still at uni and still studying. I do economics and finance only my third year. And yeah, I don't know what I really want. I, I don't know what I want to do, but I'm just kind of taking each day as it comes and slashing it. Big into sports, willing to learn about any sport or anything. And I'm easily fascinated. And that's me. That's in my, tw- that's in my Twitter bio as well. Well, easily fascinated. Yeah. Who are you? Well, I am a year senior. I am 21. I we came, we came, we came from the same place. We we met through our fascination in sports, like because I'm quite a regular tennis player at this point. When we met, you're actually, you're actually good at tennis. I'm not. <laughs> when we met, though, we were at the same level, but I just have played since then. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like I've, I've had coaching since then, you just haven't, and that's. But we've known each other eight years, probably. Wow, eight years. We also worked at Tesco together for six yeah. months. Retail team. That's how we actually became friends. Because we yeah, didn't really on the checkouts. Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk after we met at tennis for like two years and then we had an interview together at tesco and then the group interview then we just have checkouts shifts at the same time every week and it just blossomed into a beautiful friendship you know i felt an element of guilt actually getting that job why because one of the kit one of the people in um our group interview was like a he was, I'd say, like similar age to me, like similar age to us. Yeah. And then, like, I just see him, like, a couple of weeks after, like, it's probably my first week on the job. And then I see him pushing, like, a push chair, like a pram. And I'm like, oh, what the f-? Like, he clearly obviously needed that. I don't know, maybe it could have been a sibling, but for either guy. Like, do you know what I mean? I just felt like perhaps I'm just doing it because I want a bit of money and experience, yeah. but. Kind of put it in perspective that was, was he the one that um, definitely had some kind of condition? I think so. I don't know because I don't know. I just I'm being blind because no, I agree with you because I'm pretty sure he's the only one because we had like five people in our group interview. Yeah, only one that didn't get the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because one of the guys that yeah. the job went to school with me. And he was the girl as well was good friends with yeah. us because she was on checkout with us, yeah. So he was the only guy that didn't get the job. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's what added to it as well. I just felt guilty. I felt a bit bad, but I don't know what can you do. On on my personal intro, completely forgot. I jumped right into how we met each other. I, as I said, I'm 21, but I am an advertising graduate. Which, well, look at this lovely economy we're in. It has currently got me to very limited places. I'm getting myself places off the back of it and what I've learned, but... Love it. 
but you, where we are in this world at the moment in terms of graduates with little experience and a recession and all the shit that is happening basically it's it's very tricky to go anywhere unless you make it for yourself like you you have to yeah. put it in unless the beautiful world of nepotism knocks on your door and hands you something on a silver platter yeah so, all of us afforded opportunities. Yeah, you've got to fucking get your name out of it. I say fuck it up, mate, and go somewhere wild. Just go wild. Go crazy. Oh, that... Bitch. Sorry, no. I just noticed that poster on your wall, that over your right shoulder. The Van Gogh one. We had that painting on that wall over there for my whole childhood. That didn't that didn't cost a five a day, did it? Fuck no. It's bought before I was born. That cost me five pounds. Five I don't think it cost that much. No, but in poster form, it's just. Did you get it sexy. from like that campus uni art place? Um, I don't know, it was just some, yeah, I guess they were just at our SU. And yeah. I was like, obviously, I was just like, obviously, yeah, you know, well read man into art and all that, you know, they'll love it, they'll love it, they'll love it. Um, yeah, it, it was actually just cool. And I went to Italy recently and it kind of looked very familiar to what I saw in real life, very scenic. So I was just mm. like, fuck it, let's, let's make this five pound investment and set it on. I'll sign it as well. Yeah, giveaway, giveaway. It is a giveaway. It's that. more it's more expensive than a Van Gogh signature. Yeah. And, and no one can even get those. Unappreciated yeah. in his own time, the poor guy. But yeah. I have had to chat some more on it. Oh, sorry. You know, well, you know, I have one probably big topic to talk about today, which you've done a bit of research on. I don't know how much research you've done on. Minimal. So, how much do you know about a man called Ali Abdul? Abdul. <coughs> I, I know he was a medical student at Cambridge. Yep. And then he turned, he quit medicine and went into, I know, self help, self help, self help books. And like, he's got a whole team. And in 2021, he made $3.5 million. And then I think that's all about what I know. That was on 2% getting a bus home. Fair so enough. It as much as I could do. Well, but you, I, you got a striving hatred for him. I don't hate him at all. I actually, I actually appreciate him. Right. But he's just a little bit of a... I think scam artist is harsh. Con artist is harsh. But that money that he, you just said that he made in 2021, some of, like, he deserves to make it all in terms of he's got himself in a situation and put out the stuff to, like, make that money. But, so he's a productivity YouTuber. And as you said, he's a, he's a first class Cambridge graduate. Pretty sure 
he might still do some doctor stuff, but I'm not sure. And I think he owns a couple of businesses, maybe. At least, yeah, definitely owns at least one, but I don't know how many. But yeah, his his main thing that he's known for is being a productivity YouTuber. He's got, I think, three, I checked it this morning, I think it was 3.86 million subscribers. Oh, wow. Um, Fair enough. So he's, he's easily making five figures a month, if not six, probably slightly more likely in the sixth region, but And he's incredible at what he does. He's a very good presenter. He's great at like motivating you, giving you advice. Apart from he's made uh, a career on it. And a lot of productivity, like this, this covers the whole of productivity YouTube. This isn't just about Ali Abdul. He's just the face of it. He's like the most well-known one. He's the best I would say he's the best put together. He presents himself the best and he's just the most popular. But if you look, if you watch three of his videos and then maybe watch one or two from two other people, you've learned pretty much everything you can from productivity YouTube that you will ever need to know. But these people put out video after video, week after week after week after week getting millions of views and teach you absolutely nothing because basically what they've told you once is you should use notion or something else for your to-do list so that you can track what you're doing and you should use an app to keep track of all of the interesting things you read and you should use an app to keep your calendar up to date and make sure that you don't miss anything that you're meant to do and they all recommend Notion to do all of these things, but realistically, you can use any app you want. Right. So Notion are paying, yeah. paying these people. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Like Notion is a good app. I don't use it. My girlfriend uses it. I don't. I hate it because I just... The most important thing about productivity is staying routine like i've already got a to-do list app and i've already got a calendar so i don't need notion to start doing that for me because then i have to like get used to a whole new process and if anything it will throw me off my routine and getting stuff done wait so what's so special about notion in terms of like does it add anything is there like some premium access you get you, you can just do more with it. Like, no, no, Notion is a really good app because you can pretty much build anything with it. So you can build a calendar, build a to-do list, build. So you start with a blank page, you can code it however you want, you can create databases. Like the, the possibilities are endless. Some people have their work portfolios on Notion. Like, it's, mm. it's crazy, but... If it's not part of your routine, then you don't need it. And these people are literally, it is basically fraud because they are just making money off of telling people the same stuff every single week. And these people are their loyal subscribers and think that they're doing like 
think that they're helping themselves. But all you have to do is take what they suggest. If you want to do it, do it. But you don't have to keep watching once you like you need that little bit of advice and that's it. You you take that part of what they suggest yeah, yeah. tell you to do. And this is why the next thing that I was gonna say, because these two linking together are well, self-help books are absolute bollocks. Yeah, I've never really I can't like looking at my no, I've not read one. Right. I can't say I'm proud to own this book because, well, Jordan Peterson's not exactly a favourable human among a lot of people. 12 Rules of Life. Um, I chose it as my self-help book when I was 19. Um, I haven't finished it because it's a bit of a arduous read. Like, He's, he's one of those academics that uses academic words to prove that he knows them instead of just talking like a normal human. Like I've, I've, yeah. got, I've got another book called Watching the English by Kate Fox. She's a anthropologist and it's like the most comprehensive book about the English people and their culture and how they act. But not once does she pretty much say anything scientific because her book is for people to read that don't need to get a degree along with reading a book a lot of academics are i've noticed this, they are just like obviously they they are i'm just gonna say i just think they're a bit strange some of them aren't they they are just like weird people like they're not like your normal folk and i think you have to be like weird to be an academic like they are just kind of I don't, I don't know how to put it uh, but I've had I've had a few meetings in my like lectures and I just think like you are just a bit strange aren't you like you are just like that's not in a bad way just like well you just, you just have to be a bit, you just have to be a bit mental to do this like you have to that be degree not a nerd like yeah like not in an offensive way like I think I think being a nerd is a good thing as long as because I I would love to be a nerd about I am probably a nerd about certain things like if you quizzed me on I don't know but if you quizzed me on something I could tell you probably the answer to most questions there's there's, there's going to be that one at least one subject for everyone because everyone's nerdy mm. about something yeah exactly nerd is good it just depends these like academics are just nerdy about stuff that most of us can't even understand in the terms simple. that they talk about it yeah which are probably simple to that's the thing i think it they know how they don't know how to teach no they don't yeah. like they don't know how like they can't explain it to your average joe for example you need, like, need layman's terms and they just can't do that yeah like just because their brains work so differently and so uniquely and so quickly, yes, you, you can understand, you can explain it the same way you explained it in the lecture. But I just didn't get that. That's why I'm coming here. So, hence, your job is to find an alternative route to actually explain it. So, like someone like me can can understand it, or someone that's different to me needs different needs to me can understand it. Do you know what I mean, like I don't think they understand like 
the uniqueness of people sometimes and in learning and learning no, definitely not no, I, I definitely appreciate there's an art in what they do so that's cool it's cool i i uh, do think though i think it's more you're like you're more likely to get through to a like you're more likely to get through to students as a whole if you like like a genius student will still understand or someone who understands academic terms not calling everyone who understands academic terms a genius because you could have just read a dictionary but any anyone who understands the academic terms would be able to understand the basic terms and anyone who can't understand the academic terms can understand the basic terms. so there is never any point talking in academic terms like solely unless you're just trying to exclude a portion of society yeah no it's true so if you want your class to learn the best and you want everyone in your class to do well you have to teach at the lowest level and not go exactly and use all these words that could be replaced with like one syllable i mean the words are yeah the words are a problem but i think also the pace, the pace of teaching as well mm. maybe that's just a uni thing but like just the pace at which you go through something and then yeah i get this limited time obviously like we're limited to 50 minutes an hour kind of thing but whizzing through like some some econometrics that i mean like if you actually looked around you can tell like a good proportion of these people these kids kids because that's what a lot of us are kids don't understand it and it's just whizzing through yeah there's 20 minutes left but you're just whizzing through like some complex econometrics and saying oh that's that's it done for this semester like the next time you'll probably see this is in an exam but like i don't know i think that's where uni comes in like the independence of learning though like that's kind of have to take leap yourself absolutely because like my my like my girlfriend doesn't even go to harper legs anymore because she knows based off of the person taking it whether there's any point because if she's like she can watch it back on the recording and pause it when she needs to and take notes or if she goes in person she's gonna sit there watch someone speak at like 20 words a second and not explain anything further than what it says on the slide and by the time you've read the first sentence of the slide they're on the next slide yeah that is it's bloody it's frustrating change the approach to teaching academics so i say but yeah carry on about jordan peterson's book oh right, self-help yeah. book so it is a good book and that will go for any self-help book like this this extends to productivity youtubers as i said they they also have a purpose and that purpose is to learn and especially if you are lacking direction in your life as i was when i bought that book and as i probably was when i like started looking at productivity youtubers um if you're lacking direction in life and you don't really know what you want to do or like just how to go about your day or how to stay positive and they are yeah. great books and they're also great people to watch on youtube 
so there is a market for them oh absolutely like i don't i don't regret buying a self-help book at all because it's, it's great but there are people that like get addicted to self-help books and it's the same when there are people that like stay on productivity youtube and that's the problem because the point of it is to learn how to like do stuff yourself and like how to look after yourself the best and do all the things that you need to do in a day to get you across that like where you want to go and that finish line and all that and if you're still reading those books or watching that youtuber then you're actually just damaging yourself really because you've clearly not taken on anything and you've also not done what you need to do and you're still probably in the rut that you like you try to use those books to get you out of like you only need one self-help book because they all say the same thing I think that I think their purpose surely is just to give you a basis and then you kind of like just work around that in your own life. Like I don't I've never read one, but did they teach you about did they ever mention about like the genuine like you just have to be a bit of a prick to get anything really in life? They teach you about that and navigating that. So like the Jordan Peace the unkind yeah. stuff of life where you just have to just yeah. be nasty. You have to be nasty. Well, like, yeah, Jordan Peterson does definitely. I I can't speak on the others, but from what I've but like from what I've seen people talk about other self help books, the way that I would review that book is the same way they like speak about the content in those books. So I assume yeah, pretty much every self help book will be like you've got to be a bit of a knob sometimes, like you just do, because you, you need to be selfish basically, and that's what they basically teach you yeah so why why do you need more than one voice to tell you to be selfish yeah like what makes them all different i don't know different writers that's but that's my point like okay someone might speak to you differently in a way that you like more but you uh, as i said not an enjoyable read as such but it still does the job like i don't enjoy reading that book but you get you understand the lesson from it still and you go right okay i know i get that i can apply that to my life and that's it like you don't need to read them more what was the best lesson out of the 12 or out of how many you've read i think so I've read, i think i've read like eight um what was the best one you say or the most informative no, actually, the most applicable, because it could be informative, but not that applicable. Okay, but. see, the one that I was thinking isn't the most applicable, but it's... So my favourite one, because of what it... It's not applicable to me, because I've not got kids, obviously. I'm too young for that, in my life, at least. If you're, if you're 21 and have kids, that's your choice, but it doesn't work um, good save. No cancer in here. But basically, it says, don't let your kids do something that you would hate them for, is the crux of the one of the chapters. Like one of the rules is never let your kids do something you would hate another person for doing. Because no matter whether 
like no matter whether you have the love forever because they're your kids and that unconditional love you do build resentment like Mm. even even if like they're your child and you love them and all of that you still actually don't approve of the way they've just acted so you do start not loving okay that's quite interesting is he wait is this is this the basis of his life he does use a lot of personal experience in the book oh did he give an example as to when he's done that i can't remember honestly i can't remember um but yeah rule number five you think a lot of people do hate their kids not a lot of people, but like, do you think? I think there's people who very have very obvious behaviors that show that they definitely don't like stuff about their kids quite a bit. Like, you, you don't have to like everything about your child, you don't have to like everything about any human being because you're not always going to agree with people about everything. Like, I don't agree with my parents about everything, but. Mm-hmm. you have to at least like the person they are and if they do it's more about morally obviously but like if they do something yeah. morally that doesn't reflect you then you have to stop that because you're really not going to like your child yeah like, how the fuck do you navigate the resentment of a child like I don't even know what you do about that but, but the rest the rest of the like, see I'll read through the rules if you want because yeah they are all the kind of things that um you would expect apart from the first one the first one is stand up straight with your shoulders back I mean that's just good life advice but there, there's there's actually a deep reason in that and how all animals are related. Um, the taller a lobster stands, like the straighter a lobster is, I think it was lobsters, the more confidence they have and the more of a specific hormone they secrete, which shows dominance. Okay. And, and he said he thinks well, that, that, that there should be a link there between that I don't know if it's been scientifically backed up, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was something similar. Yeah. The rest uh treat yourself like someone you are responsible. That's okay, that is my favorite one. As treat uh, yourself like what, what? So this is something applicable to me as opposed to the kids' one. So treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. Because yeah. A lot of people see themselves as less important or see themselves as like another person. I think one of the biggest things I think I think it was him he talked about was when you do when you don't do something, you're putting that on future you. Mm, yeah. And because you see future you as a different person. And what you have to understand is future you is still you. And if you delegate 
that job to future you you're going to make future you unhappy so you might as well just do it now yeah it's just basic don't procrastinate basically yeah and and the whole point of the help like treat yourself like someone you would help you give the best advice to people that aren't yourself like if, if you were if someone else was on in your situation what would you say to them and then yeah that's the you know, always that. have to think, yeah yeah no it's about self-love isn't it you gotta i think a lot of people prioritize other people over themselves and it's like like you're the only person that you've got forever basically everything else around you is pretty temporary not pretty everything around you is temporary um yeah sweet love yourselves and in your worst moment you are always going to be on your own like it does like, and that's not a depressive, like a depressive thing. That's in terms of because you can have your family around you, you can have whatever around you that love you and care for you. But if you're in your true lowest and worst moment, no matter what that is, if it's like work related or personal or just like whatever it is. The only person who can really help you is you. Yeah. Because you have to take whatever step it is to get out of that place. Yeah, I think you have to want to be helped, though. Like, it's okay being like, uh, yeah. I'm sad. Or like, oh, no, I've had a fuck it. Like, something's happening, that like, shit. But, like, if your answer to that is, I'm going to go out and you know get smashed away or i don't know go out and do something you know is not useful for you and yeah. you know is not going to help you i think that's on you and i think a lot of self-responsibility has to come onto that because you can't go blaming other people for like uh when it's ultimately you have to it's like facing the truth so you have to face reality like you're the only one that can really help yourself out of this mess I mean, that's, 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 it's so much easier said than done. Like, I love oh, yeah. it. we obviously, everyone, like, we've all deflected and all, let's blame other people, but you, you can't really, like. Yeah, look, I had a long history of. Difficult thing to do. I had a long history of um, depression and anxiety. Pretty much most of my way through secondary school. Like, a lot of people thought I was a bit weird. A lot of people thought I was a bit rude because I just didn't really interact with people or respond to people too much like and it was it was nothing to do with I didn't like them it was nothing to do with I was being a knob it was nothing to do with I was being like weird or whatever it was purely I had so much anxiety in my life and so much also depression that I thought like, no one cares about me first of all that's the depression talking and then at the same time the anxiety is telling you everyone cares about you because if you say or do anything slightly wrong like everyone's gonna care so much well no one does like it's really not deep but when your mind is that unhealthy like it took me until year 12 to get counseling and i figured out last night the first signs of like depression i had i was in year six I don't, I don't know if it's possible to diagnose someone in year six with depression. 
but I was crying every day in class because mostly because my grandpa was ill but like you should still shouldn't cry every day in class and I'm because I'm pretty sure part of it was attention seeking because mm. I wanted someone to notice that I wasn't in a good place yeah that's 10 years that's really early isn't it like 10, 10 yeah and it took me six years to get help yeah fair enough but yeah you're the guy. You're the guy. Yeah, and it took me two or three years after getting help to fix. Right, our Zoom meeting is about to end because we're too poor to afford anything else. So we are going to see you in about a second. Spotify, sponsor us. Huh? Sponsor us. Exactly. Spotify, sponsor And at the end of this map, we will be in a different place. Welcome back. You don't even know that we left. Come <clears throat> back. But basically, the, the the whole conversation we just had is basically self-help books are great if you buy one. So annoying. Yeah. And productive YouTubers are great if you watch three videos. You shouldn't need anything more than that because if you're learning this stuff, you should learn from those then they've done their job and you're now a better person and you can apply those lessons to your life. And if you can't, then you probably just need to read it again. Or that's when you can buy another book or watch another person because that whatever book you read or whatever person you listened to or watched clearly isn't what's helping you. So you need someone who will get the message to you the right way. I love that. I love that. I don't. I don't want to see either of us writing self help because wow, that would make for huge hypocrisy. Well, aren't we? Aren't we making a self help podcast? Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Well, um, but, but we're we're just we're growing with it, right? Yeah, we're too. Yeah, yeah, we're growing with it. We're not done. Last week, in my opinion, was a terrible podcast. And I expect this one in my, like, I will look at it and think that's better than last week. And I expect next week for this one, I need to look back at it and go, that's yeah. so shit. What I want is to, I hate watching myself back. I hate watching myself back and listening to myself back. So then this is why I, I'll do the editing. It's, that's why it's fine. I, yeah, that's because you're so vain. Uh, but no, I just love... No, I don't love. I just hate uh, listening to myself back and watch myself back. So I've not yet built up the courage to to properly go through it. I just oh, go I've through it. I, huh? I've not watched it. I, 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 I even got fed up of editing it so much that I, like... I would skip through a section where I know it ended and just make sure that nothing was there. I'd write down the timestamp and then I'd keep moving because yeah. I just, I think I got about half an hour in and I was like, <coughs> it's just not good. I'd say that. I sound like that. <laughs> no, it's, 
it's fine for other people, but <laughs> yeah, know, we could that's that's editor. That'd be great. Because mm. that's what all the influencers have. That's trust me. That's all they all, they well, all I have. Know, but I I just don't. No one does it themselves these days. Oh, I know, but I just don't want to be doing it purely because it. Yeah, I don't enjoy listening to myself back, but it's just a pain I have to ride through to get the podcast out. Yeah. Speaking of influencers. Yes. I'm thinking good friends with all of them now. You've been surrounded by influences in the last week. No, they've been surrounded by me. No, no, no. In a nice way. I think think the other one. I think the way I said it definitely sounds less creepy. (laughs) I don't know. know. Um... (laughs) Sorry, yeah, they were, they're quite an interest. They're just, huh? You've been surrounding influences, have you? Oh, mate, listen, I'm, I don't work for the, I don't work for the Daily Mail. Um, they, they're, they're an interesting breed, interesting breed of people, in both good ways and bad ways. I actually found my general consent, like they are a lot of, well, the ones I've met anyway. Are actually very nice people like they are just really nice people like take away the the glitz glamour the fame not, they don't really have that they're just nice i just think they have too much money for their own good this young i think they have way too much money for them all right Am I are they nice before or after the nose candy I don't know. I, I left too early to actually find out. Oh, okay. Was there not a big... Okay, was it... That's what I want to know. Was it out in the open or was it... Cute? Nah. It was... It, I didn't see it there. I didn't see it out in the open. I was out in the open. But all right, I, I stayed sober just so I could take it all in, you know. I'm not... Obviously, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to like. But I'm not the guy. I don't really particularly care about them. Oh hey, yeah, yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. I'm not like, trying to get a story, but I'm just trying to see how like other people live in it. Just analyze yeah, characters. You, you told me who a few of the people that. So in case anyone's wondering what we're talking about, is Off Young went to an influencer's birthday party. Yeah. Last week. Thanks. Thanks, to my friends who are friends with. Oh, okay. Um, the name, are we? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> you could believe that. You could. You could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, the reason was because I said nose candy, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be doing the rounds of alleged. No, no. I oh, know different party. Different party. This one. I want to see. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving that. <laughs> um, yeah, and they were nice. They were nice. This this particular influencer question was really nice. He he was a great person. <laughs> who who was who was the great person? Uh, like, I'll bleep it, but huh? He was a great person. I'll bleep it if you want me to, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The host is such a nice person. Um, really welcoming, like, 
very just very like sweet in it like as sweet as they can be like it's only the first time they've met me and they made me feel very welcome kind of thing their friends however their friends need to stop licking their ass ah licking their ass so much I just oh, are, say they, are they are they yes men yes that's the thing that's what that's what there is there is yes men and i just feel i feel so sorry for you because you could definitely be a better person and probably make a lot better decisions not that they probably haven't so far in their career but a lot of the people are just there to be like either leech off that you leech off them or have some kind of gain i don't know it's weird well see when you told me you were at this party i i went on the first instagram to just have a look it looked like quite a quiet one um Quiet in what sense? Like quiet like it, in Yeah, like it didn't seem like it was that big a party. Uh, it was clubbing. Like we weren't invited to the first part where they had like dinner and drinks. Oh, okay. So they did that first and then we kind of met them and walked with them to some very exclusive club. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, I don't know, it's some club. No, I actually don't remember what it's called. Like, when am I ever going to step into that place again, realistically, Johnny? Oh, and funny. it was just stupid. Like, the drinks, the expense. Just, uh, I feel like there were a lot of wannabe, wannabe, like, influences there. And then obviously there were the real, the real influences. It was quite an exclusive club. Uh, previous years, my friends that have been have been turned down because of what they were wearing. But they, they turned up in like air forces, like dirty air forces. It's kind of fair enough. It's kind of fair enough. But yeah, you just do have to come a bit nicer. So what was and forgive me for saying another name which I'm now gonna to have to edit out. Like um she was really sweet. We were driving, yeah, I was in an Uber with her, driving around, and she's telling me about all, all these investments she wants to make in, West, in the West London, in West London area. Um, she seemed like a very smart girl, like, she's, she's obviously got a good business brain in it. So, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, she's I, told, I didn't... She's mates with yeah, but that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't actually know like, who these people are. Like, I turned, I didn't actually know who this girl was. And then uh, they're just like, that's so and so. I was like, oh, wow, cool. And then I went home and obviously spoke to a few girls and they're like, oh my God, did you ask her about this? This is like, no. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know she existed. Well, yeah, but, like when you told me then. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I I know those names. I, I looked them up and I was like, I don't, I don't know these people. Yeah. I've heard of their names. Huh? Sorry. Uh, I, I was just, if, I, if I walked past them on the street, I probably, well, like, without previously met, meeting them, I just probably wouldn't notice, yeah. like, know them. I, I saw, <laughs> in Blue Water, funny enough, I saw... Millie from Love Island. 
Is that the one that went out with that Liam guy from Wales? Yeah. Oh, the one that like manipulates me. Yeah. The one that's definitely not a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Did not know him oh. at all. Like, I looked at her and I was like, you look familiar, but I have no clue. And like, until I was level with her, I had no clue who she was. And I'm very surprised considering like the demographic that's normally in blue water. There was no one around her. Yeah. Yeah, that is quite surprising. Like she was just walking through shopping centre near us, by the way. That's yeah, it's it's just a soft. <laughs> that's all I've got to say about it. Just a shopping centre near us. I see. You go, there, you go there when your your local town centre, when you deem yourself too good for your local town centre, <laughs> and not rich enough for London. <clears throat> Essentially, no. um, no, you're right, London. London. Big change at number 10. Trust is out. Damn. Is it? I saw four chances in the last four months or something. Something crazy. Well, I don't know. Hunt, Quarteng. Sunak. And he... Yeah. No, no, because Sunak resigned before Boris, I think. So there was another one before Boris. I'm pretty yeah. sure Sunak resigned. He might not. But like, like, did resign, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, shit. It's a mess, mate. Everyone, everyone wants Boris back. I say everyone. A lot of people want Boris back. Um, I've seen um this morning, Reese Moggs come out and backs Boris. So bring mm. back Boris. Yeah. His caption is actually it's like Boris will bust. It's, it's, it's only Reese Mogg's the absolute pinnacle of Tory twats. So obviously he's got yeah. Boris. Of course. Um, I don't hate people and I don't wish physical harm on anyone. But if uh-oh. I saw a completely unprovoked attack on Jacob Reese Mogg, I would be happy. Whoa, whoa. I no, like if I was walking down the street and I saw Jacob Reese Mogg getting punched up by some Terry, I'd be like, good. Yeah, he does this, he's just got a very punchable face as well. Not that I would, not that I would. No, I would because I'm not do you know what I mean? I'm I unfortunately I don't throw the first punch, but if someone else did it, I'd be like, well done, fella. He, he deserved that. It's just everything I'm not. And like, he's just, I don't know. There's a way, there's a certain spitefulness in the tone of his words sometimes. Sometimes, majority of the times, I'm just like, you really do look down on other people and think they're a piece of dirt. Holy um, they don't fit into a certain... Yeah, I don't know. Complete. No, it's so holier than that. Have you have you yeah. seen that video of him walking through Birmingham getting shouted at by like everyone? Yeah, and he yeah. just not. He's he laughs the whole way. Like he's got this smug smirk on his face like the whole time. Like I don't care. I'm better than all of you. Like you're only shouting at me. In his mind, it's probably like you're jealous of me. This. 
or I, I get to go home to my money. What do you have to go home to? Poverty. Ha ha ha. Is just all of them though. All of them. They're. I don't know how are we going to trick. How would a general election be triggered? Because they, for there to be a new prime minister, they need to. Well, the Tory they changed the rules like yesterday. Yeah. The Tory like a candidate needs a hundred votes. Okay. And that's that's a lot of votes. Like, how, I don't I don't know who's like front runners for this. So Ella Braverman said she might she's going to come out today in due course and make a statement. So that suggests that she'll probably run. Boris is in the Dominican Republic, apparently. You know, no, still on holiday. Our parliament the whole week. So this uh, is the problem, right? Like Liz, Liz went yesterday, so Thursday. Because we record this on a Friday, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. Um, and I, I take four days to five days to edit it because I'm, well, I don't, I edit it in a day, but I just, Wednesday's a good day to upload. But. No, we appreciate you. Um, all week, I've been seeing on Twitter, like, even before Trust was gone, like, even before it was, even before the whole debacle around the fracking, is it a confidence vote, is it not, and. Before yeah. everything, I'd been seeing Boris is coming back. Um, but in a nutshell, politics in this country is a mess at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's it's like a soap drama. So this is a soap drama. Well, if you tune the BBC News at 6 p.m., it's just yeah. it's dramatic. It's it's obviously a bit exciting, but it's worrying as well. Like, it's generally very worrying. It's almost all TV directed at this point because, like, there's so much shit going on that, it, yeah, as you say, it's like a drama. Like, it's like people are trying to make it even better than it. Like, it doesn't need to be more than it is, but it they're they're like trying to feed into it and make it. Yeah, that's that's what I mean by entertainment. Like a reality, show. like it's not a reality show, but they make it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, what do, you, what do you make of journalists heckling politicians? Not like just like shouting at them from or like doorstepping. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it? No. If I was like, okay, I hate a lot of what politicians do at the moment and have done for like everyone has done forever, basically. You're never gonna get people to like a politician. But I say this with an absolute hatred of myself for thinking this way because there are some people in this world that just don't deserve protection. But everyone deserves privacy. Everyone deserves their own life. Everyone deserves to like go home and put their work day behind them. Right? I I personal. I think, for example. Truss is an absolute idiot. Just like I thought Johnson was an idiot, just like I thought pretty much everyone that I've seen in any form of power in the Conservative Party is an idiot. But they are just a, like a human being that does a job. Unfortunately for us, that job is Prime Minister because 
they're not the Fair. people that should be running the country, but they are doing a job and they should go home and have their peace and quiet and be able to like, and I'm not, I'm not protect. I'm not saying they deserve, like they shouldn't be held accountable for the shit that they cause because they definitely should, but there's a time and place to do it. And that place isn't when they're relaxing. Yeah. Like if my dad got doorstepped, they're just, yeah, it's just very personal, isn't it? Yeah, very like, true. They have families. They step have out, step out in the morning straight away. Cameras in your face, like that. Like it's your like, safe place. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's very safe. Where well, you get away from it all, um, but like, I don't mind the heckling. Uh, like say if trust pulls up at number 10 and they're like prime minister are you what have you got plans as in like are you gonna resign today yeah. i was going yeah i don't mind that but like i always find that a bit pointless because you're not you're never gonna get an answer but the one time you do get an answer from someone like mr mog who bites mr reese mog bites um it's typically quite good you know makes an absolute fool of himself i love it but he doesn't think he makes a fool of himself, and that's the annoying part. Because he's like, he's so smug in everything he says and does that, like, we might think, oh, he's absolutely like fucked up there. He's made himself look like a right dick. He's like, oh, I, I didn't. I, I was a perfect answer. Because he yeah. can't do anything wrong in his brain. Hmm. I wonder what school, what school teaches you that? I was trying to think of something that wouldn't give away local schools, but I can't. It's brilliant. Um, talking about people who are on the way out, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that was. I mean, you speak. You speak. You're. I want to see him fail. No, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm just fuck United, fuck everything. That way. Well, so. so just, just if in case you didn't know, by the way, I am a United fan, you know, the typical South London, never been to Old Trafford kind of man. Um, my mum's from Manchester. That's the excuse I use. My It is my family team, so... I have a slide in, but that's about it. I could, I used to, I actually, I'm not going to say that yet. I'll say that. I'll say that if Greenwood ever plays for us, but God, I hope he doesn't. Um, basically, when we signed Ronaldo, I thought, because I was, I was in St. Albans last week with my mate, and he said, when, when you signed him, I knew you'd either love it or hate it. And I thought you're probably going to hate it. And I did. Like, it's nice seeing the person that pretty much made me support United. In turn, like, basically made me fall in love with United's football back at the club. Like, that's a nice thing for sentimental yeah. reasons. But he's, he's always been about himself. And he's always been selfish and it also just wasn't what we needed at all no so i was never for the signing and 
just like he barely played, like he didn't play much under Ranić because when he did play, he wasn't great. I mean, he played more than he plays now, <laughs> but yeah. but he got dropped by Ranić and then went went off to Portugal for personal reasons, but no one ever. Like no leaks about those personal reasons ever came out, which is quite rare, which would suggest that he might have just gone to Portugal to cry, but I'm not sure. But then he like he didn't report for training. And then he made he's the one that made himself unavailable for preseason this season, and he's been off the pace ever since. Like people say he scored the most goals last season. Yeah, he did, but no one else scored any goals because of him. Like uh, you watch our play, players pass to him. No matter who's the better ball, no matter who's in a better position, because they're all fanboys of him, and that's okay. Because a lot of our players grew up watching Ronaldo, or played with Ronaldo at Real Madrid, or are Portuguese, and he's their national hero. Like everyone on that pitch, aspire like is inspired by Ronaldo for a different reason. So they all favour him. And the petulance, though, this is your grown man. He's an absolute Like Apparently, he refused to go onto the pitch, first of all. Oh, so he was actually going to get subbed? Yeah. On. He, so apparently, Ten Hag like, said, I want to sub you. Like, he said, I'm putting you on. And he refused to be substituted on and then walked off down the tunnel. If if you're pissed off that you're not playing and you're handed the opportunity to play, even if it's in the 89th minute, you take that five minutes run around that you've just been handed. We're, we're dominating a game, the most we've dominated a game for 10 years. If you're going to score and look good, it could well be within that 10 minutes because. Tottenham are down and out and all you have to do is get in the box and get your head on something. But no, you walk down the tunnel like a little child. So entitled, bro. This guy's so entitled, man. Now he's relegated to training with the under-21s and dropped out of the squad. 38-year-old Ronaldo. Yep. Maybe he's not 38. He's about to be 38. Okay, 37-year-old Ronaldo. He turns 38 is training with the under-21s. Yeah. So. Wow. And he, and I, he put out a shit statement last night. He didn't even say sorry. He said, sometimes emotions get the better of us. But he put out a long statement and that was the only reference he made to the situation was emotions get the better of us. I don't care if you're angry. The, the point he was angry about was not playing and then he gets given the option to play. So, yeah. and what, what, if you want to leave, that's fine because you, you were never going to be a Ten Hag player. Like you weren't signed for Ten Hag, and realistically, you just don't suit his system. So I think everyone apart from the United, like United hierarchy, could probably have told you like it would be a great signing. Apart from those that are obviously blinded by romanticism in football kind of thing I but like rational, rational thinking people would have been like if you looked at your squad two seasons ago like 
Cristiano, an aging Cristiano Ronaldo, no matter what his physique is, kind of, it's not the guy right now. Do you know what I mean? But it was a commercial signing. It was a signing based off, I don't know, like I said, romanticism. And ultimately, it's all coming crashing down. I mean, you guys are playing all right, but for him, what a legacy, what kind of legacy is this? Like his rival Messi. Huh? And where's he gonna go? Like yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're trying to ship him out. No, no one can afford him. But but you don't you don't want a player who acts like this anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, Real Madrid won't want him back because why? They got a young squad. They're exciting. He tried to leave in the summer, and no one wanted him then, apart from a Saudi team. And obviously, he didn't want to go to a Saudi team. So in January, they're they're not going to be going. Actually, I think we should pay the five hundred grand a week for Ronaldo, because January is not where you spend your money. Man United, according to reports today, this might I don't know how true this is, because it's the kind of report that would come out after this. But supposedly, the hierarchy are genuinely considering releasing him in January. Yeah. I would do it because he's not going anywhere unless you release him. Ronaldo free agent. Loan into Inter. They that, they were up for that and we just didn't do it because Ah, oh, he did. Wow. I would have loved that. He didn't offer us like the money that we wanted for him. But I would rather loan him to Inter and save a bit of money than spend all of our money on just letting him go for go away for free. Yeah, meanwhile, he's still getting paid like 500 grand a week. Wow. But enough about the dickheads ruining our country and my football club. And something about something nice in Britain. Three UK artists this morning released some, well, midnight, released some new music. I don't know if you've heard any. Who's released music? Loyal Karna. Oh, right. Thank and Lord Apex. Okay, cool. Because I've just, whilst we're filming this, literally like five minutes ago, I've just heard my housemate have a shower, listen to a Lord Khan song that I've never heard before. So that was probably it then. Yeah, probably. Um, That's all coming. Well, you my, go. my, sorry, my review, I haven't listened to the Saint EP. I've listened to the... Uh, Loyal and Apex albums. Yeah. Um, Loyal, his album is what you'd expect from Orkana. And what is it called? Is it, is it called Hugo? Yeah. Hugo, yeah. Um, it's like this is our first listen. I was also on a run, so can't say I heard every part of it. So my, my, Review could be wrong, but seems a little bit following the whole. I mean, loyal's a bit like this anyway. But as I said, it's very loyal, Garner. Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say he's changed his sound or changed anything about himself too much. It's very much following the therapy kind of line that people have gone down recently, like Denzel Curry, Kendrick Lamar, and Dave. Like, it's very, it very much feels like a 
kind of therapy album. Um, and then Apex, I've said to you before, mm. I think he should use his voice more like Loyal. Like he tends to pair, because he's got quite a soft voice, Apex. And I don't think, like he uses it the same way someone who has a harsher voice uses their voice. He's he's not got the he's just not got the harshness in his voice for some of the songs he makes. Mm. Like they would be better if another artist did them. I, I like Apex and I think at least for me, his best songs are when he slows it down, uses yeah. voices like mm. uses the lyrics as and his voice is like the instrument that's like a bit mellow and a bit calm and a bit slow. Like those are his best songs in my opinion. And I don't think there's enough of it on the album. Like I think it it, it was it was a good album, but I think most of the songs would be better if they were sung by someone else. Um I've been to I've been to an Apex concert or yeah. that show. And like it just it was just like it felt very um slow tie esque like the constant energy of bouncing like mm. and I just thought I've I I don't really listen to him that much but I have listened to him enough to be like I just know like it's quite mellow usually it's kind of like chill because he obviously smokes smokes a lot yeah um so it's kind of I feel like he makes music for smokers. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie. You know I mean? So yeah, I, I don't like the like constant. You know, yeah. yeah. But I will give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. On concerts, I'm going to a Koji concert next month and I cannot wait. Oh, who are you going with? Girlfriend. Ooh. Where's my invite? She brought Wait, where, where 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 are you seeing? Uh, I'm not going to say uh, right now because this is public now. So, uh, hey, of course, but you don't want to get pounded. <laughs> um, I am Ricky Gervais is it? Yeah, might get tickets to. Oh shit! Came out at ten o'clock today. Okay, um, I look yeah. after. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. We're sitting for Koji because I said it's gonna be like he, he, he's like a show, like he's like a theatre show. I just, I just want to watch. I don't care about being standing. I don't care about. Like he's the kind of, he's my favourite artist right now. Like, but mm. we do have ten seconds, so we are gonna have to cut this here, unfortunately. Um, okay. so that's the end of this podcast. Next week, well, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Wednesdays at 6pm. That is it. Love and affection. Love and affection. Yeah.